Have you come to the point in your life where doing that work, church, home, repeat just isn't working for you anymore and you know there's got to be more to life than this? Then girl, you've come to the right place. I'm Kimberly Knight and this is The Physician Podcast. As a certified coach, consultant, author, and speaker, I've had the privilege of helping women to position themselves for success in life, love, and business. So if you're ready for some wisdom wrapped up in a little bit of girlfriend, join me and other experts each week as we give you the conversation, coaching, and keys you need to take you to your next steps. Hello and welcome to The Position Podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Knight. And today I am doing something a little bit different. You know, as we wrap up this year, I thought it would be fitting that we revisit some of the best moments of the Position Podcast. But before we do, I would love to share some of the highlights from this year. We were nominated for two awards, and yes, it was a privilege to be nominated. We also released our brand new website. You can find us at positionnetwork.com. You'll be able to catch up on all of, not just the episodes, but all the other things that we're doing. Here's something that was really interesting for us. While the bulk of our listeners are from the U.S., we also had listeners from across the globe, the U.K., Jordan, North Macedonia, Brazil, Canada, Indonesia, Kenya, South Africa, India, Russia, and even the Netherlands. Oh, oh, and Bali, Bali. By the way, if you're listening in Bali, please invite me. I would love... (laughs) That is actually on my ultimate experience list. I would love to come. So yeah, invite me. Okay. All right. So coming up next, we are going to listen to some of the highlights from our favorite programs. Hands down, the funniest episode we had was episode 15 with Maurice and Naomi. When this man talked about falling in love with her eyebrows and she was loving on his squishy feet, I I lost words. Listen in. Besides the eyebrows and her adventurous spirit, when did you realize that you were in love and she was the one? Well, um, when she... (laughs) 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 All right. I'm going to say it, babe. I'm going to say it. Uh Uh-oh. We're getting ready to get some gossip, (laughs) y'all. Oh, my goodness. Help me, Lord. Help him, Jesus. We all have insecurities about ourselves, right? But one insecurity about me is my feet. And so, and it's funny, God's funny because she loves feet. I said, Lord, it's like, really? I was like, like, I'm a toe person. I don't know why. So she said, let me see your feet. I don't know. I'm just insecure about feet. I, you know, whatever. Guess it's it's an African-American thing, anything, whatever. Um, So, so. I'm done. So she said, let me see your feet. I was so happy. I was like, I said, well, Lord, look. Mm -hmm. Then it got to the point. I said, Lord, I don't know if I said it in my mind or aloud. But I said, Lord, if she if she likes my feet, <laughs> then I know that, you know, that, that I don't fall in love with this girl. And I showed her and I was the cutest thing ever. My toes and, and my bottom of my feet and squishy and all that stuff. It just, yeah. Bro. What the heck? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't even know where to go with after this. So, 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 so wait a minute. We've got eyebrows and feet, planes and, nope. so y'all just couldn't come in and have a normal interview, right? We're going to be out of the box. Okay. Yeah, right. Come on. 
Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. So that just goes to show you. And, and you know, this is something I always say. There's a lid for every pot. Yes, there is. Even if you yeah. got squishy yeah. feet, don't matter. There's a lid to every pot. There's somebody for you. I'm, That's I'm, right. I have to tell you, one thing I do is I try not to have discussion before the interviews because I want it to be mm-hmm. fresh, right? I may have to change that policy. Number one, it was the feet and the eyebrows for me. And then number two... I think I won't change the policy because how else would we have gotten to? (laughs) You like it. I love it. I'm just, I'm not judging Mm -hmm. it. I don't know what to do with it, but okay. I forgot about that. That's his invasive security. And I loved it. We loved each other. All about the squishy feet. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's another point in the program, right? Mm -hmm. For the Mm -hmm. right one, Mm -hmm. it won't be Mm -hmm. off-putting. Even mm-hmm. if your feet are squishy. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> even if your eyebrows are fierce. But these are the things that we have insecurities about that mm-hmm. keep us from going into relationship and feeling confident, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. These are the things that actually hold us back. Yeah. And it seems ridiculous to you now mm-hmm. on the other side of love mm-hmm. when you have someone who accepts you as you are, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem ridiculous to you before this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So very, very, very interesting. And when I tell you, that is not the response I thought I was going to get. I'm giving you 10 points just for the -the out-of-the-box stuff. Oh, my gosh. Our next clip got the most listener feedback. And that was episode six, the spring cleaning of toxic relationships episode. When I tell you the emails, the shares, the comments... It was one of those difficult episodes and one of those episodes I wasn't sure if I wanted to do, but I'm so glad I did. And so many people reached out about uh, how they identified with it or how helpful it was and they were going to pass it on. And it wasn't just about romantic relationships. It was about relationships in general that are toxic and how do you break free? Give a listen. Understand that according to statistics, it takes six to eight attempts before someone is able to leave an abuser. Six to eight attempts. Understand that it is also the most dangerous time that you will encounter during an abusive relationship, that time period when they have made the decision to leave. So it is not that easy. So please let us be patient. Let us be understanding. Let us not push people beyond their ability to cope in that moment. Give them the space the support, and the latitude, not only to make those decisions and to have that mindset shift that they're ready to leave that toxicity and that abusive relationship, but also that they have the support and the plan that they need to do so and be safe. So again, I am leaving that contact information for you to reach out for professional level help if you find yourself or someone you love in an abusive, toxic relationship. So our next episode received the most downloads, and that was episode five with Pastor Amos Johnson from the Church for Entrepreneurs in Atlanta, Georgia. We had a wonderful conversation about entrepreneurship and creatives and their marriages. Oh my gosh. And some of the things he said, I have to say, really surprised me. Take a listen. Uh, Single for 15 years uh, before I met my husband, and I was focused. I was doing this Mm -hmm. and that and writing a book. 
and raising children and ministering and building the business. And then when I got married, I said, oh, shoot, he's going to require some attention. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's this pull when you come into the marriage relationship and you're creative because there's also this like false sense of guilt. Like, am I doing enough for God? Am I doing enough for the husband? And you know, trying to balance that. How do you balance that in a healthy way and make sure that you're still honoring God, right? Because he's still yeah. first. Yeah. I think the first thing in terms of balancing is just a, a mind shift around time. Because most entrepreneurs, their first thing they'll say, if I just had more time, I'll be successful. And so they got to stop thinking about time as their catalyst for success. So what's going to make you successful is the anointing that God's placed on you, not the time that you put into a thing. And so the reason they neglect their spouses because they feel like they got to put the time into it. It's almost like time is pushing them to spend long hours. Time is pushing them saying, if you don't do enough right now, you won't be successful. So if they can break that myth, that time is a reason for success and go back to the concept that, no, the reason for success is God's anointing on you. It makes it easier for them to actually do that balance, because now when you're with your spouse, you're not worried that your business is falling apart because you're not, quote unquote, putting the time into it. And so there's a relaxation that comes in realizing that it's God that makes you successful, not the time. And you get that revelation. It makes it easier to balance. You still have to work at it because you gonna have that pool. You be on social media and everybody's talking about success requires no sleep or all kind of hustle culture. We got in the entrepreneurship space. But there's a lot of successful, especially men who they've gained the whole world in some sense but they lost their marriage in the process. Mm. And they basically elevated their entrepreneurial success over their marital success. And God wants both of them to rise at the same time. It's not one or the other. He wants both to work. So we have to trust in God that this is important in terms of our marriage. And when we don't do that, we basically saying we know better than God. Coming up next is our most popular guest. That was in episode three which was Faith's testimony. Now, Faith was one of the participants in my position for love group. And she not only found love, she got engaged and married within the last year. So she has some tips for you single ladies who are looking for love. Let's hear what Faith has to say. You know, that is one of the things that I prayed for. I prayed for a prayer partner. And I'll be honest, like I haven't, at that point, that was like a really big faith step for me to pray about because at that time it was like just getting out of COVID, like good luck trying to find somebody to marry. Good luck trying to find somebody on the same sidewalk as you. I was like, I want to find somebody that I can pray with, you know, and really intercede with. And I haven't really experienced that before, but I was like, by faith, I'm going to put this down on my prayer list and I'm going to pray over this. And this man loves to pray and he goes in, like he intercedes, prays, goes in to the point where I'm like, we'll be praying over our food. I'm like, okay, honey, amen. But the food's getting cold. Can we intercede a little later? <laughs> be careful what you pray for. You right, just might right, get right. it. <laughs> Wait, I have to back up a minute because you just gave me another memory. I forgot about this until you just said that. You said, I put this on my prayer list. Do you remember the list? Oh my gosh. So, yes. and the revisions of the list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, Faith, honey, after the sixth page, I am all for being deliberate about 
you know, finding the right man and, and, you know, him having certain qualities. But baby, the sixth page, we're on the sixth page now. I'm going to need you to bring it in. We're going to land yes. this plane. Yes. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to land this plane because you're out of control. I had so much stuff on there. I think persistence in a man is attractive. So I think that, you know, the temptation might come back around again and again, but as long as you're keeping yourself in Christ, no matter who comes your way, if they're not correct, you can just say no thank you gracefully and just keep it moving and just trust that God has better for you. And just trust that no matter how dry of a desert it might look like, it might not look like anybody is around right now. If that is the case, you know, take that time to work on yourself, but still also take the wisdom that you'll learn from being in this group and and just say, okay, what can I do as I'm working on myself? What can I also do to be proactive? You know, you don't want to like hide yourself either. You don't want to be inaccessible to somebody if they do come across your way. You also want to make yourself available in a way that that makes you visible to a potential mate. But definitely make sure that, you know, in your heart of hearts, if you really feel like you're still struggling between choosing God versus choosing a relationship, definitely do that work on the inside and say, you know what, Lord, this man has to love you as much as I want to love you, as much as I want to put you first. And just trust that God will deliver that. Don't settle for somebody that is not there. Don't settle for somebody that would only go to church if you go to church or or only pray if you pray or somebody that doesn't acknowledge God for themselves. They're only kind of just doing it because they're with you. So yeah, don't settle for that. And I would say don't make a six-page list. (laughs) But I'll say this, the more you do the internal work, the shorter your list will be because you'll have the right priorities on your list. And it won't be so long, (laughs) but those things will be very important. And also don't be afraid to, like, say if you have a type, you know, don't limit God, like just step outside of your type and just see, you know, just if he has the right internal qualities that you're looking for, but maybe he's, I don't know, like a different race, or maybe he has a different job than you would see yourself with or whatever. Just see what happens. You know, you might be surprised. How did you get so wise? Oh my gosh. That was really good advice. Thank you for sharing that with everyone. That was really, really good. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you've come a long way from that six pages, I'll tell you. The next clip is our most thought-provoking episode, episode 20. And that is the seven signs he may be the, air quotes, the one. (laughs) Take a listen. So here's a second sign that you may need to leave the relationship. You don't trust them. Listen, I recently had a discussion with someone that left me scratching my head. So maybe y'all can help me make sense out of this because I just don't get it. So she is in a sexual relationship with this man and they have been so for a long time, but she doesn't trust him with her purse. Huh? Make that make sense for me because I don't get it. If you don't trust him enough to hold your purse, why would you trust him enough to have sex? I'm not even getting into the sin of it. I'm not talking about that right now. That's another show. What I am talking about right now is if you don't trust him with your money, 
if you don't trust him with your credit cards, <laughs> I'm not even talking about you're in the store and you're giving it to him to use. I'm talking about it's in your purse and you can't let him hold your purse because you're afraid that he's going to mishandle it, but you can have sex with him. Make that make sense for me. I'll wait. See, y'all couldn't make sense of that either because that doesn't make sense. Oh, goodness gracious, Lord, I got so much work to do. But trust is a powerful tool, right? Trust is very important because trust tells you this person is not safe. So if they're not safe for your purse, they're not safe for your body. They're not safe for your life. And understanding that sex, it is not just physical. It's emotional. It's spiritual. There's a coming together of not only bodies, but spirits and souls. So if you can't trust him with your purse, how do you trust him with your spirit and your soul? Ma'am? Okay. In any case, just overall sexual relationship notwithstanding, if you feel like you can't trust him or something in you is still going, "Mm, I don't know, it may be time to walk away. Last but certainly not least, my most provocative episode was episode 21, awkward questions to ask and answer before you get engaged. Now listen. Now, this is definitely one of those headphone wearing episodes. So if you have children, if you're in public, if you're at work, you definitely need to put the headphones on today because we are going to take a deep dive into some adult stuff today. Oh yes, this is for mature audiences only. So let's dive in on the deep side of the pool. Let's talk about sex. When I say talk about sex, I don't mean sitting there and fantasizing with each other. You're not married yet. There's no sense of tempting y'all to sin. There's no sense of doing this in a dark room or anywhere where this is just going to lead you down a path to falling into sexual temptation. I am talking about having the discussions about practical issues, practical issues around sex the kinds of things that trip us up because it's not the hot, steamy, romantic candlelight dinners that trip people up. It's the discussions they didn't have before those romantic candlelight dinners that trip them up. As a matter of fact, if you want to get to that stuff, if you want to get to the hot, steamy stuff, it's much more hot and steamy when you've talked about these practicalities and gotten them out of the way. So let's do that now. You want to ask and answer, are there sexual proclivities or curiosities that you still want to explore or have explored? And if you still want to explore them, do you want to explore them with me or with someone else? So you need to know this. Don't assume that just because there is still curiosities that that means they want to explore them with you. And you need to pay attention to what those curiosities are. Are you interested in those things? Are you willing to explore those things? Do those things scare you or repulse you? You need to know. You need to know. You don't want to get to your honeymoon and find these things out. Okay. So you've had a chance to hear some of our favorite clips and favorite moments on the podcast. And I know you want to know what's next. So without further ado, this coming year, we're going to continue to bring you new shows every single week. And we have some more inspirational and interesting guests lined up. By the way, if you would like to be a guest or propose a guest, the link is in the show notes. Please, we'd love to hear from you. Also, I I heard you, we spent a lot of time working on relationships, especially the relationship issues that are um, encountered by single women. The married ladies have spoken and we have heard. Ladies, we will be including more relationship advice for married women as well. So stay tuned and share with your friends. 
All right, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening so you never miss one. I would love it if you would share the podcast with your friends, post about it on Facebook and Instagram, or leave a review. That way you can help me to bring you more great content and expert guests. Until next week, be blessed. Be blessed.